Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Reality TV B-side. VL, Vicarious Living, Reality TV B-side. This is going to go out probably later in the week. There's no structure to this pod. This is just raw passion and unadulterated love for a reality TV show. And what we did on this pod was we watched the pilot of what I would say is the poster child for reality TV, Apex Mountain, Vanderpump Rules. Let me also just pop in here by saying that before this podcast even had a name, I want to say September of... 2018. 2018. I was asking if we could do Vanderpump Rules from back then. Mm -hmm. First time I heard about this. And I have been begging ever since. So this is a very, very big win for me. Right. You have been very desperate. I think desperate would be the perfect pers- word. Persistent is, is, <laughs> is cuter. Um, <clears throat> but we'll go. Whatever Persistent slash desperate as fuck. Either way, you wanted it. I know it. where my strengths are, okay? You wanted it. And I am not even pissed that you wanted it that bad because I think I wanted it real bad too. I, it is always what we talk about when we see each other, so why not? Right. So, again, no structure on this pod. Usually on our podcast we have a routine, we have a cadence, we have awards that we get to and all that stuff. On this one, this is just going to be a quick hitter B-side of shooting the shit. I, right off the bat, we're let's set the stage. We're eight years into Vanderpump Rules. We're eight and years we're... in. It's fucking 2020. This show started in 2011. Think of how different our lives were in 2011. Right out, right of, college. out of college. Oh my God. You, no kids. Can you even imagine a life now with no kids? <laughs> I wasn't even dating Eric. Oh, yeah, I that's just, right. I was just single. You're single and ready to mingle. 2011, I don't even know if I had a fucking iPhone in, in 2011. I barely did. I barely did. I didn't have a full-time job. I was a year out of college, still valeting cars, waiting for my first full-time, like, real job out of college in 2011. I love far, that. So fucking long ago. Like, so... What we did was we just went back and we're like, hey, we're, we're so indoctrinated into this Vanderpump Rules world now where they're massive, they're huge, they're everywhere. Let's go back to where it all started and just watch the pilot from 2011. And fuck, 
my socks were knocked off. I almost watched it a second time immediately after I watched the first time because that's how crazy different everything is. First of all, the <sighs> cast is very small. You know, it's just like eight-ish people. Now it's it's tons of tons of cast members. So you'll even see it in that intro package. Now when you watch Vanderpump Rules, on that intro, you know it's a sweet summertime. You know the best, the best days of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fuck it. But what I will say is in that intro package, when they showed the full shot to end the intro package, now it's like 50 fucking people in that room. Oh, yeah. And it was like, yeah, seven or eight in the pilot. Wild. It's like Ken, Lisa Vanderpump, and then the, the core six, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, Jax, um, Stassi, Stassi, and then Kristen, and Katie. Katie. And, uh, and then just a Katie, couple other. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Oh, God. Don't even get me fucking started. Peter's the biggest joke in the world. Hate oh, he's on, he's on my notes. So where do you want to start here? Where, where should we start with Vanderpump Rules? We got 30 minutes. Where do we want to start? I don't want a time constraint on Vanderpump Rules. But There's I'll try. no time constraint. Where do we want to start? First off, the relationship statuses. Mm. Are you switched to wine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switch to red um, wine for Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> sounds like you're on that health train real hard. Yeah. Classy, classy. It's good for your heart, you know? If so, anything, you should be drinking Vanderpump Rosé, but I'm not here to judge. All I've right, so... Uh, by the way, I just want to say I've had it. And not only have I had that, um, I've had the Witches of WeHo Pinot Grigio. Was it good? It tastes like every other Pinot Grigio I've ever oh. had in my life. So it tastes... Don't waste my time then. Okay. But just know I've had it. Good friend of this pod, Megan O, bought it for me. And we drank it together, and it was the best. Okay, relationship status. Go ahead. Also, I think we should preface this with, you and I have actually both been to Sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I met Jeremy, Ariana's brother, at Maddox. Sir. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Maddox. He was, he was actually busting tables and bust the shit out of my $10.50 $10. Bud Light. Okay, so the only person I saw was, is his name Jesse? He's like... Oh, a little Asian guy? Yeah, with like blonde hair. Yeah, I saw him too. When I, was, I asked him where the bathroom was, where the gender neutral bathroom was. He yes. totally pointed me in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to talk to him, but I saw him. That was the only person that I recognized. But yeah, we can save our uh, joint disappointment for the decor and overall ambiance yeah. for later. Let down right. person. But yeah, the oh, relationships. Miserable. So Tom and Kristen are dating. Wild. Season one, episode one, which is just, now I just can't. Oh. I saw it happening. We lived it, but I can't, I can't go back there mentally. Oh my God, I same, know. Same with Stassi and Jax. Oh, it's wild. Let's just attack, probably, let's attack each individually. So let's start with Tom sandoval and Kristen, yes wild that they're that they ever dated it's so crazy to me Kristen, interesting thing is Kristen 
hasn't really changed. Kristen is one of the few people from 2011 to now who's exactly the same. Exactly. Except the the veneers. Yeah. Besides that. But her and Sheena are like exactly the fucking same from, from then and now. And I think that now the reason why they have so much, how, why they have so many issues with the cast and with the, the main like crew on this show is because they have not evolved or changed at all. They Mm -hmm. still operate as if they're 23 years old and and now they're in their mid fucking thirties or whatever. Like it's crazy. Like Kristen, fuck. So at at current status, I believe to this day, Kristen is like 36 and she knows 34 just for reference. Yeah. Right. You would never guess those ages based on how they act. Now they they act like they're 20 fucking one years old. It's, it's very bizarre, um, but entertaining. So Tom and Kristen at this point for the pilot, they've been together already four years slash sleeping together five, mm. which kind of blew my mind. And the apartment that they live in is the one that Ariana currently, Ariana and Tom lived in until they just bought their new house. I know. A total dump. I could never live in an apartment that Kristen Doty lived in. Yep. Never, because she has fucked everywhere. Every square foot, inch of that apartment has been fucked on by Kristen Doty. And not just with Tom. And not with her only her boyfriend, with random James, dicks. Jax, well. Yeah. So that's her. Tom, Sandoval is kind of like the same too, actually. He's skinnier. He's skinnier back then. But he's kind of the same guy. Uh, let's go to Jax though. Jax, I've and but to be clear, I'm strategically leaving Stassi for the end. She is the queen. It would make no sense to discuss Stassi anywhere but the very last because she deserves that. So we'll save her. Jax, I'm on board. I forgot how awesome season one Jax was. Like, goddamn, was he a special breed of a human? I remember when I first was watching this show, I used to always say about Jax, because dumb, dumb fucking dude, Neanderthal. Like, he's just all about discovering fire, where am I going to eat food, and how am I going to have sex? Jax is a Neanderthal caveman guy. He only thinks about those three things. I used to always say when I was watching early Vanderpump, like, damn, Jack's so out of control. I can't tell if like all of us dudes and like human dudes are like evolving into that. Like if we're we're still trying to evolve into a Jax and like eventually he's like the end result of like human dude evolution before the entire world just blows up and everyone dies or if he is a Neanderthal who just never evolved. I couldn't figure out, like, is he the end game of, of male evolution or is he the starting point of, like, BC times guy? 100% starting point. <laughs> and also, you know, up until now, he's never had to, even up until the pilot, he hasn't had to change. Like, everyone just puts up with it. Oh, yeah. So why not? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, also, Jax has his original nose. This before is pre-nose his, job. Before his quote-unquote deviated septum. And possibly two nose jobs. I can't recall. One thing we yeah. should go back and mention really quickly about Tom is that season one, episode one, is when we're introduced right off the bat to Tom's super weird grooming. He is totally anal retentive about all of his products, which I think you can respect. Flat irons his hair. He, he knows more about uh, hairspray than like Kristen, his girlfriend. I'm sure he shaves in his entire body. Like probably uh, doesn't even have hairless, arm hair. Guaranteed hairless everywhere. Slick as a seal. Slick as a seal, bald eagle from head to toe. Um, the definition of metrosexual male. And the thing is, is in 2011, now, fuck, now every dude in LA, I'm sure, is metro as fuck. Everyone is doing this shit. But in 2011, honestly, no one odd. was doing that. And there's stuff, though, still that no one's doing. Like, yeah, shaving. He shaves his forehead. He shaves it with a razor. No one's doing that still to this day. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's the poster child of metrosexual dude. It's, it's a lot. And I will say this about Kristen, too. I wrote on my notes just hygiene. <clears throat> All oh. capital. Just everything about her. Oh. You know that she's just got crusty underwear just laying everywhere. Oh, God. Kristen disgusts me. I don't me. know how else to put it. But, like, she's never got a bra on. She's always flopping everywhere. She's got the worst butt ever. I know. She's always got a wedgie. It's just really upsetting. To, it's, it's not just, even hot. Like, you ugh. would think, like, dudes would look at that and be like, oh, I can see your tits. Or, oh, I can, like, see everything. It's like, no, not on Kristen. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Tighten up. Tighten up. Put a bra on. <laughs> Do it. She would look so much better if she was contained and had a little lifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Containment. Yeah. By the way, I've seen her nude. She. Do you know she's? she went nude, topless, in a music video a couple years ago? Probably on like no, season five. I'm not five. surprised that you know that. Look, I'm just, I have a podcast. I'm here to just give the information. I'm not saying anything nefarious. I just want to say it's out there. Yes. I'll I've be Googling it. that later. Okay. And is um, it, what's it, what's your observation with her nude, her nude pic? Oh, actually I was pleasantly surprised to be honest. You know, we mm-hmm. had some talk on our, you know, our prior podcast about Ava Mendez and her nipples. Um, I got to say though, Kristen's, when it was all like we just talked about how I'm not excited with it, everything flopping around, but when I just saw it in the wild, still. it was not bad. It was it was better than I expected it to be, if I'm be honest. All right. I'll look it up. Look it up. Check it out. Um Lisa Vanderpump. This is like four hundred plastic surgery surgeries. She looks so different prior to where she is now. Should we just like play a clip? Let's put a clip in. I, wanna, I, I know we're, we don't have any structure here, but I do want to put her clip in of her setup of what this this is. Ken and I have two restaurants in California. Hey, hi. Blanca's where you take your wife and says where you take your mistress. I liked what I will say about her comment, though, is I liked the initial setup on this pilot was it was kind of like a Villa Blanca versus Sir dynamic the whole time because you had sheena 
who was actually a bar uh, a waitress at Villa Blanca who like they brought over to Sir as like the new girl to like mix it up and Stasi mm-hmm. who's like the queen of Sir there was like a lot of like inner Vanderpump tension. tension and fucking like oh this Villa Blanca chick like fuck her she doesn't know how we do it over here at Sir and it's that was interesting dynamic for me to see that this show started out a lot about Villa Blanca versus Sir. And now it's really not that the show is about all of together. Like you got Tom, Tom and you got fucking pump and you've got, sir, all of them are like intertwined together. There's no like rivalry between them. I actually thought it was very interesting that the first on the pilot where they have the scene, they have Sheena, they've, brought in from Villa Blanca, like you said, and then they have all the girls, Katie, Kristen, Stassi, Jax, and Lisa. I don't know who else was there, but at least them. And they're talking about how they're going to divide their tips. You would never see that discussion happening now. No, because they don't work there now. Now that that's another big thing is back then all of them were. Okay. I wrote down this note in, in what you're talking about. The show was so simple back then. The show was quite literally the cameras follow like these six waitresses and bartenders at one of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. That's the show. And they all actually work there. They're all actually friends and they all actually have a ton of real drama and shit between them. It was very genuine. It was very simple. The show now, eight years later, has completely evolved. None of them work at her restaurants. None of them. They're all, because of this show, they all live in two, three million dollar homes in Los Angeles because they're all so rich from the show and Instagram and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just so cool to see back then, like how simple the show was. It was like, these people actually work here and they're discussing like how the tips how $200 of tips are going to be distributed between I eight was, people. I had just forgotten how simple it was at the beginning. And that, that one scene, I was like, man, times have fucking changed. Oh my God, I know. I particularly like that because I used to bartend. And oh, sometimes, really? sometimes like at the end of college, and sometimes we would pull all of our tips and divide them equally. And other times we would keep it. And the work ethic, totally different. And mm. I always preferred to keep my own tips. Totally. 100%. If you don't so motivate, anyway. if people are not motivated, I don't blame people. I, when I am not motivated, if I, if I have no incentive to actually fucking do work every day, oh my God, the output that I give is <laughs> l- minimal, like low as fuck. So I don't blame Sheena. I'm at, I, I hate fucking Sheena. I hate her. I think we might be her number one and two haters. Yeah. She sucks. But like in that argument, I was actually on her side, which is rare. So the thing with Sheena is she dated a married man for several years, two years, supposedly didn't know that he was married, had kids, kind of acts like she didn't know he's a celebrity. Obviously she had to have. So his name's Eddie. Yeah. I'm blanking on his last name. He was married uh, yeah. to Brandy Glanville. Brandy, yeah. Who was on Real Housewives of yes. Beverly Hills. Yeah. And is friends with Lisa Vanderpump. So he cheated on his wife with Sheena. 
Yep. And I want to say Leanne Rhymes, correct? I think he then stopped hooking up with Sheena, went to Leanne Rhymes, and then started cheating on his wife with, with Leanne Rhymes. And I believe now he's Married still to with her. Leanne Rhymes? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, yeah. So Sheena's just playing kind of the victim in this and acting like it's not a big deal. No one should really care about her past. Stassi is like, you're a fucking homewrecker. And I'm not having you around my man because I have insecurities about that. Yeah. Actually, she calls her, quote, husband stealing, fame whoring piece of shit. Yeah, don't even go there on Stassi, though. You're getting too much into Stassi. No, no, no. I'm just saying this is this is just... uh. Just an overview. Now, Katie and Kristen are not going in as mean girls. They like don't love her necessarily, but they're not as hardcore yeah. about hating on her. So to, to level set, Sheena is coming in like in the movie Mean Girls. Stassi's like the Regina George. And then she's got her min- minions like Gretchen Wieners and right. the other girl. And then Sheena is like, desperate as fuck just like literally sheena sheena would would befriend a a fucking tree stump if it gave her the time of day like sheena is the most desperate friend i've ever seen it's she's the worst is she reeks of desperation if you're a man it is 20 times worse oh she didn't seem honestly to me she didn't seem overly desperate necessarily to be their friend as she does in later seasons with other people, but she definitely just wanted to kind of fit in and like have a smooth transition, but that ain't happening. No, no. You can't, she, you can't trust someone like Sheena talking to a, a guy like Jax. That's too, it's too much sluttiness there. And side note, I did make a note that I'm surprised that Sheena and Jax have never hooked up. I don't know. That really, I, that blows my mind. The thing is, is that Stasi hates hates Sheena so much, especially in these early seasons. Like she, I don't know. Jack, it'd be tough that for Jack. That makes Jax. me think Jax would do it. I you know, know it's, just, it's like that. I know, but like Jax would fuck anything. Obviously, he's Jax. He'll fuck anything. But I don't know. Like Sheena just kind of seemed like one of those off limits. Like even Jax was like, God, if I. F- messed around with sheena stassi would castrate me like legitimately that's how much she hates sheena she will castrate me so yeah that's sheena let's describe so katie wow katie who's katie and Kristen are are two of stassi's like minions to her regina george katie is dating tom schwartz and wow is Katie a skinny in season one compared I was going to, now. to say She literally looks like a totally different person. And actually Tom Schwartz does too. He's, he's not on his oh, game yet. For sure. He's, Katie he's skinnier looks totally too. Totally different. Uh-huh. Can I just say about Katie now? Yes. She bothers the fuck out of me now. Yeah. She's one of my least favorite cast, cast members. She's, She's the worst. Everything She's just I like, think stems from her, from her insecurities and her 100%. body image. And 100%. I don't know how she got Tom Schwartz. Because I think Tom Schwartz is so cute. He's so funny. Very yeah. charming. Yeah, he is. I mean, maybe not super successful. 
He's got no drive, and that's that's a pretty big turnoff. I think if if I'm judging a dude, the lack of drive that he has, and like the complacency yes. to mediocrity that he just like. Honestly, it's not even complacency to mediocrity; it's complacency to being at the bottom. It which I mean, obviously, like we married Katie. <laughs> yeah, but I with her, I'm upset because I look at her now and I go. Do you just not care? You just don't care at all about any, like, I'm never going to try ever. I'm never going to try ever in life with and. my physical appearance, with how I act, with how I treat other people, with the fact that I have super low self-esteem and like, I clearly have a lot of self, like, uh, self-conscious issues going on in my own head. I'm just never going to try to improve in anything. I hate Katie. Also clown makeup where's the worst makeup very bold i don't know if you've noticed that in her interviews yeah it'll be like blue blue eyeshadow red lipstick it's like oh if anyone was gonna be able to pull that off it's not you no secondly i just read an article that she lost i don't know 20 or 30 pounds after going to the doctor so what would the doctor say probably that she was was, no yeah she doesn't look healthy this is you don't look healthy and you know Tom Schwartz isn't like out making healthy salads for them at night. They're just like ordering no. pizza and dipping it in ranch. No. He's just got his Adidas slides on his Moomoo and he's just rocking. Can I just say on Tom Schwartz, he was so on brand for me. Recently, I came across, he was peddling some shit on Instagram on like his website. Like, hey, they sell Tom Tom hats and Tom Tom shirts and sweatshirts and all this. As soon as I saw it on Instagram, him him hawking that shit, I'm like, um, need to buy the fuck out of that stuff, <laughs> given. And um, it's just classic. Can you think, tell me if you can, if you've heard anything more Tom, Tom Schwartz in your life. I go on his website to buy the fucking Tom Tom hat. It's the first thing I see on his website. 30 seconds after he's, promoting it on instagram saying everyone go buy this hat online on my website Target audience i go within 30 seconds of him making that post out of stock on the website i look at everything else all the other items there's sweatshirts t-shirts a few other things all of them out of stock on his fucking website and i i was just thinking you know what i'm upset that I can't just impulse buy the fuck out of that Tom Tom hat, but it's on brand. That's on brand. I, I would never expect him to have inventory taken care of on his website. I would never expect it. Well, this is a two-part question, though. It's like, did that sell out that quickly because all the other people that he also got to quickly did that? Or just it's been out of stock all this time, and he didn't think to check it? the latter is what my guess is well i knew that that was your guess but i just thought i'd put a little curveball it's possible it's possible but to me in my head it makes a lot more sense that it's just pure incompetence i mean he lost his wedding certificate twice license twice so okay let's let's now go to our let's make sure that we end this pilot episode right by talking about stassi I'm using no hyperbole when I say that Stasi Schroeder 
her season one performance in Vanderpump Rules got to be the top performance of a reality TV show cast member ever, all time. It's that magnificent. I have one line for you. I am the devil, and don't you ever forget it. She's like, it was your choice to sleep on the couch last night. It really, was. Because I'm going to get in the bed with the devil. Like, no, I'm not. <gasps> Cheesy. <laughs> I am the devil, and don't you forget it. Oh, yeah. 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 Mouths dropped. When she, and it just brought back so many memories. Oh, <laughs> fucking line of the pilot. It's so that, good. That's when we knew, like, oh, my God. A star is born. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Lady Gaga, move aside. Move aside. And she looks good. So good. I think Stassi looks good in all seasons, but, you know, she's extra skinny in season one. And her hair isn't quite as blonde, which I thought I wouldn't like as well, but she just looks hot. She doesn't give a fuck. Her in season one, okay, I'm, I'm legitimately saying... There's some reality TV performances, you know, I think of like a Snooki on Jersey Shore or mm-hmm. a, a Mike the Situation on Jersey Shore. There's performances like that in like a season one or season two in, in Jersey Shore or whatever, where you're like, wow, they're fucking hitting on all cylinders, these cast members. Like these two, Stasi on Vanderpump, Jax on Vanderpump, like these, these are the cream of the crop primetime players and honestly for me like Stasi, she is such a bitch such a hot bitch in season one of vanderpump that like no one fucks with her what she's just bullying she's bullying like crazy she, she is, is regina george she bullies the fuck out of sheena just because she's new at at sir on like her first week I can't sell it enough. Stassi is the best in season one. I know she's like kind of, she's become more tame as time has gone on. And she's kind of like, she's evolved. <laughs> she's evolved up. as a human to where she's not as crazy, but God, her season one. Fuck. And the thing is, I don't normally go for the bully. Not me personally. <laughs> I, I mean, totally I like the do. drama you need. Uh, some bullies are necessary in a show like this, but it's not normally my fave, but Stassi just makes it hot, just good. I know. You can't help but root for her, even though she's just bullying the shit out of everyone. Yeah, I know. She is a bully. Like, fuck. The way she treats Sheena, like when she makes her polish the um, glassware. You're just straight evil. <laughs> it's just so good. But then uh, yeah. what I find super annoying, and, and this is fast-forwarding a bit, but, and then you see Sheena recycle the same behavior to Dana in the season eight that we're at currently. And so it was kind of fun to rewatch that and then know how she later on treats the other new girls. Very interesting. Yeah, it came full circle with Sheena. Mm-hmm. Oh, last thing I wrote down was, um, it was just interesting to see that, is Eric in there? Come on in. He's in? He's here. Come on in, bitch. What do we, do I give these to him or put them, can we make, put it just on the. Eric. Oh, hello. I have been. Dude, did Casey give you a haircut? Is that a quarantine hair? Yeah. It looks pretty good. 
Thanks. It's not bad. This is, uh, it's her first time doing the scissor cut. So, you know, anyone, any fool can do the, the blending with the buzzer, but it takes a real pro to do the scissor cut. So, Dude, totally. I did the same thing. I did the blend. I just went out to Walmart, bought clippers for 25 bucks, and then <laughs> did the blended shit myself. Like you go three all the way up on the sides. Then you do a two, yeah. then you go one, and then, you know, whatever. And then Anna had to come in and cut the top and that's where that's where the the salon people that's where they make their money because i realized very quickly like there's some <laughs> skill there because yeah. she just cut and like i looked at it at the end and i felt like it was a simple thing like oh yeah just cut you know <laughs> half inch off everywhere we're good and i looked at it at the end i'm like Oh, apparently it's not just like that. That's not how it goes. It does not work like that. that it's not all hard. just even. Apparently <laughs> there's like different, there's different stuff that, that's happening up there that. Uh, no, if you don't know how to layer it properly, you end up looking like Skeeter from uh, <laughs> Doug Funny. <laughs> Casey, yeah. kept the top, Casey kept the top of my hair and then uh, we were like, okay, cool. This looks good. And then I did the, the comb over. <laughs> it looked like I had a bowl cut. It looked like BD from 1997. Oh, yeah, dude. That's when I was crushing this. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, what, what's your take on um, the scene of reality television next year? Like, has this been long enough in the 2020 like, filming session that it, we're going to have to suffer through all this Kardashian and, like, Real Housewives bullshit where they go through COVID scenes? So that's actually a good question. Now we can actually go back to, we're getting to that point where it's about to impact a lot of the upcoming shit. Like, so everything on right now has been filmed six months ago, but the issue like on the show, Casey and I are currently discussing Vanderpump Rules. They film in June and July every year, and then they roll it out like in March and April and May of the fall, like then the following months. So what we're going to see is there's not a huge drop off now, but like six months from now when like COVID has started to like turn the corner a little bit maybe and things are like getting back to normal is when like from a TV sense, we'll start to be feeling it more, which is going to really suck because it's going to be like, <laughs> fuck, I thought we were over all this shit. <laughs> I think there's like two paths they could go down. It's either going to be like NBA lockout style where nothing happens, or it's going to be the case that it's like uh, the Kardashian stuff that I watched with Casey, where you hear about it in the tabloids six months ago, and then it's just like ad nauseum. Yeah. Like six episodes in a row where they're talking about Chloe and that one dude. Right. Yeah. I forget. I don't even know. His... Oh, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. No, that same thing with Anna. Like, she'll be like, oh, I kept seeing in the tabloid six months ago that Courtney's actually out. She's off the show. And this is the episode where it outlines why she left. <laughs> That's a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Anyways, dude. All right. You want to hang on and, and talk Vanderpump? Or do you got, where are you at? You, where are you at in your kid duties for the night? I just put her down, so we're all we're all good. All right, Casey. What other did you have any other thoughts on Vanderpump Rules outside of Stasi, outside of all the characters we discussed? 
We haven't talked about Peter, but I don't really think we need to talk oh, a lot Oh, yeah. Him. No, let's just discuss Peter really quick. First of all, he dated Stassi for four months. That felt like a lie to me. Like, it felt, it felt like a bullshit, like, she drunkenly hooked up with me once or twice, and I am telling the camera right now that we dated for, more, for four months. But if you asked Stassi about it, she would say, no. But he's saying it to Stassi's boyfriend, Jack, so it feels like it's probably somewhat accurate. When he's telling me that now and I'm looking back on it in 2020, I'm like, dude, Peter, fucking idiot. And he said that two months in, he realized it was not for him. And he ended it. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> Peter's so a guy that gets broken up with 100% of the time. He does not break up with people. Who's Peter? Is he the like, manager that's on the pilot, but he's not on any of the other episodes? He's on a yes, lot. Yeah. He's got the ponytail, the dark hair, and like he looks like a pirate. Eric, yeah. did you watch it? <laughs> Last night, I... Um, I saw the pilot. I was like doing something else on my computer, but I, I watched that show with her and that guy didn't make the cut. He's on every now and then, but he's like such an extra. You're going to feel bad if you get cut from a reality television show. <laughs> yeah. Eric, who's your favorite just as you've seen as like a, a casual watcher? I, my favorite now is Jax. I think he was like kind of a D-bag before, but now he's like the actual only real human being on that show. I love Jax. I've loved all of his stages of evolution. <laughs> Stasi, the, the one, she just got a book, right? Yeah. She's less annoying now. I think she grew up. We were talking about her. She's like the queen of the, the whole show. She, I would say now she lives in like a four to $5 million house. Like she has become, yeah, she has books, she has a podcast, she has... She got engaged. Yeah, she's crushing. I like the one guy, Tom, not the Tom annoying Schwartz. one. Yeah, Schwartz, he's funny. Same, we like him too. He's funny. Everyone likes Schwartz. Schwartz. Uh, oh, that's cool. Stassi's boyfriend, Bo, our yeah. fiance. The other, the other Tom's a huge loser. That guy, <laughs> yeah. the, the first time I saw him, I was like watching all these West Coast people and I'm like, all right, this guy's like from Iowa. He seems cool. Like, yeah, I was rooting for him. St. Louis. Whatever, same difference. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like two years pass by and I watch and I'm like, this guy's the biggest like wet turd <laughs> show. He's like a little yeah. weasel. He is. He's so weasel. He definitely is. He's the definition of a try-hard practice hero. Like, fuck, yeah. Ryan Phillippe. Give, give the Ryan Phillippe award to him, right? Like, we don't even need other nominees. It's going to Tom <laughs> Sandoval. Speaking of Ryan Phillippe, were you, were you there when all of our friends met him? No, I was not. I was, I think, studying abroad in London at that time. But Pat has told that story on the podcast about how Zerb just got into a huge argument with him about... <laughs> Is LeBron James good at basketball or <laughs> something <laughs> crazy? <laughs> Sounds right. My, my favorite, I wasn't there either, but my favorite part of that story is uh, the, the casual reference of Reese Witherspoon as his wife. He's oh, like, yeah. And it's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, you guys know my wife, like, right? Like, Reese? Look up. Reese Witherspoon? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe heard of her. Yeah, we don't know her as Reese. We know her as Reese Witherspoon. Super <laughs> famous fuck. <laughs> Hey, I Hello, think that wait, does it. Oh, Eric you got one more thing? Something about Katie. Eric's, Eric always 
Oh, wait, comments she's... about her looks. Oh, don't worry, dude. I already shit on her for like 10 minutes on this pod. <laughs> oh, she's so annoying. The, all right, Jackson then played like a practical joke on one of their friends by calling the cops or something. Oh, my God. I don't need, yeah, that's, uh, yes. And then she just tried to take it as a moment of like, Poor trying me. to demonstrate how like woke she is by saying like you should really be sensitive that people have reactions to police and it's like a dude that like everyone's aware of she's a social issues. justice warrior <laughs> everyone's aware of these issues but like your friend like called a harmless prank on his buddy now's not the time to like show how how woke you are it also, completely unrelated like, also it was a party of like 15 white people <laughs> yeah. in like a little weird suburban area right outside LA in their like cookie cutter farmhouses so the way that Tom Schwartz reacted was totally justified I, everyone they edited that of like wow he went too far like whoa because <laughs> he was like I'm disgusted with everything about you this is why I can't get boners for sex. This is why you disgust me always. And fuck you, wife. <laughs> and I was like, he went in. I'm like, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad that you just were that aggressive because honestly, we're all disgusted and <laughs> none of us would be turned on enough to have sex with that. <laughs> she, uh, you know, I don't know if something like that can lead to divorce <laughs> if you've had two fake weddings, though. Like, are they even allowed to get divorced if they've not actually gotten married twice? I don't, dude, I don't know. For a Katie guy who doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules, he knows a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, for, yeah for, for a casual fan, he seems to know. <laughs> he does like Vanderpump Rules. If I put that on, he'll let me watch it. It's not like when I put on Real Housewives and he's like huffing and puffing. I can do the Kardashians and I can do... Um, whatever this show is called, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And oh, I can't, I can't do, I cannot do Kardashians or Real Housewives. I can't, I, I'm obsessed with Vanderpump. I cannot do those shows. You can't do Real Housewives, but it's just like, you know what sounds really relaxing after a long day at work where you're like negotiating or arguing with your coworkers to go listen to a bunch of shrill old women yell at each other about something. Yeah. It's like so stressful to me. My issue, yeah, with Real Housewives is at a certain point, people on reality TV cross an age threshold where it just becomes really pathetic. Like if you're acting like an idiot in your twenties and thirties, no kids or whatever, it's totally fine. But once you like get into like, I have three kids and I'm like 46 or 50 and I'm still acting like fucking an idiot, like Stassi and Jax at 21, then it's just like, Oh God. And it is like that. It's like watching a train wreck a lot of times, but sometimes you forget that they're old. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the alternative is like miserable though. Imagine if they had a reality television for like BD Senior. Oh, <laughs> what, yeah, what would that show be? It would be him. The, 90% of the episodes would be this guy who's had landscapers and never done <laughs> Uh, any any physical labor in his entire life now being retired out in the backyard trying to figure out how a chainsaw works and just inexplicably chainsawing tree limbs off of a tree. Like <laughs> that would be the show of my dad now. I think back what I say. That sounds like quality programming. Well, fuck. Hey, we said... We said we were only going to go like a half hour and we, we went like an hour on Vanderpump. So... We just got some great A content here tonight. 
Great A content. Do you think we'll do more Vanderpump? Depends how the audience reacts. Yeah, we'll have to see. You know how the kids pulse on this. How do I? It's out of our hands. It's out of our hands. It's now in the hands of the kids to tell us. How do I rig the stats? (laughs) And just slide into our DMs and just talk about how much you love the Vanderpump Rules. No, I'm gonna slide into your DMs and just give you a bunch of eggplant emojis. Yeah. I think that should do it. Yep. Cool. Well, hey, good to see you guys. Thanks both of you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you for finally having me. It was the highlight of my month. Hell yeah. Tell you. Well, hey, good to chat. I'll tell her you said hello. Okay. So good. Bye. Bye. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You know you found us when you find a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.